From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Every summer, the town of Springville, nestled against the Rocky Mountains right here in our backyard, has played host to performing groups from all over the world. It's a 31-year tradition that this year features performances from Austria, Chile, Romania, Ecuador, Indonesia, and more. And it's our pleasure to welcome into the studio one of those groups from the lovely forested country of Belarus, the ensemble is called Zorachka, and the group was formed in 1963, decades before the Republic of Belarus declared its sovereignty upon the dissolution of the Soviet Union. Zorachka has traveled the world representing the rich culture of Belarus with a unique blend of vocal music, fascinating instruments, and lively choreography. And though there's not enough room in the Highway 89 studio to present much dancing to you today, we are going to enjoy some of the music that the audiences around the world have enjoyed. Feel free to dance at home. We have in the studio the members of the ensemble. They're joined by Timothy Lynn Elliott, director of the World Folk Festival. We'll talk with Mr. Elliott and others as the show progresses. First, some music, shall we, from Belarus. Here's the ensemble. Zorachka. That's a Rochka ensemble from Belarus, tucked in between Poland, Lithuania, Ukraine, Russia, and a teeny bit of Latvia. Representing that republic in the World Folk Fest held each of the last 31 years in the town of Springville, Utah, right here in our backyard. We're glad to have the director, Mr. Timothy Lynn Elliott. Lynn, you were here last year celebrating the 30th, and that was not enough for you. Another yeah, I guess year. it was not. <laughs> Give a, a quick refresher of how the Folk Fest began. Started in 1986. There was a group of um, locals who had participated in international folk dance festivals. Uh, Mary B. Jensen, who was the founder of the BYU Folk Dance Ensemble, had been to several of those festivals. And then there were several other people that she knew that used to be part of her group. And the thought was, well, if they can do it overseas, we can do it here in Utah. And they looked for various sites, and they ended up in Springville, the art city. And it's worked out fine for 31 years now. So how did you get involved in being part of this? Um, I, I participated, actually. Uh, I was a volunteer the very first time that they had the festival, 1986, and then off and on through the years. And since 2012, I've been on the board. And since uh, 2015, I've been the general director. They ever drag you up to dance? 
No. <laughs> That's a good thing, too. <laughs> well, tell me about, if this takes so much energy to put on, tell me about what happens in the community and, and what you see happening because Springville puts on this folk fest. Well, I'll tell you, it takes a lot of volunteers to do this. We have a, a bunch of very, very lovely host families who are willing to take the dancers and performers and take care of them for the week that they're here, show them a slice of America they don't normally see on TV or in movies. And so we're just very grateful for those volunteers. And then you have all of the many volunteers who help at the park, who help get them around, who help with the translating, who help with the performances. It's, it's really a, a moving thing to see the city get together to invite all of these international groups come and perform. So tell us uh, some of the groups that are here this year. We have a group, you mentioned a group from Austria and Belarus. Mm -hmm. We have two uh, South American groups, one from Chile, one from Ecuador. I have a group from Indonesia, from Asia, this group from Belarus, and a group from Romania, and a group from Georgia, not the state, the country. How do you choose from places all over, over the world? We, we will put out about this time of year, well, just in August and September, an invitation to groups that perform, and we have a number that want to come to the festival because we've been in operation for so long. We have a, a lot of international groups that want to perform in America. We call through that list of people who uh, are interested and who come to us, and we're able to work out the slate that we have every year. Now, sometimes you have people who are expert folk dancers, and I don't know if anyone's professional. Maybe there are some in the <laughs> world, but I think it's really interesting that it seems like most folk dancers are in all different walks of life, but they love to come together with that's, the tradition. That's true. In almost every case, it's a civic or a university group where you have people that are just interested in the art form, and they get together and they perform, put in the effort to do it. So you do have some experience being a folk dancer yourself. I was a folk dancer when I was at BYU. Yes, I did. Had you studied any dance or it just looked like a great thing to do? Uh, I had danced a little bit before I got to college, but when I got to college, it just it, it looked like a great thing to do. It's a dance form that I really like. I was interested in the international aspect of it because that's what I do on BYU campus now. I manage international programs and all those things kind of tie together. So it was real appealing to me. It makes me curious when you have people from all different countries usually don't speak the same language. Mm -hmm. How does everybody get along all week? They do almost all the time. The interesting thing is when you have so many people who come from different cultures with different languages, there's always going to be a certain amount of friction. But we don't have a whole lot of that, and it always works out. Um, you know, these are people with good hearts, and the people in Springville have good hearts, and when I've been, it seems like things. I see the groups supporting each other and cheering for each other. And that's true. That is true. And the host families who are hosting them, they get behind their group and support them. It's, it's, it's a real moving thing. Talking with Timothy Lynn Elliott, who is the director. Congratulations on another great year. I can't Thank wait you. to come out and take a look. In a moment, we'll talk with Olga Apostol, a member of the Zorochka Ensemble, about some of the music they brought here to Highway 89. First, let's hear some more, bringing us music from the Republic of Belarus. Once again, here is the Zorochka Ensemble.
music from Belarus. We're listening to the Zorochka Ensemble live from Studio 6 here on Highway 89. We've heard a couple of songs. We'll talk about the music now with a member of the group, Olga Apostol. Olga, thank you for speaking with me. Thank you. I understand you're from the town of Minsk. Yeah. Tell me just a little bit about Minsk. So Minsk is the capital of city. It is... Um, its population is about uh, two million people and a half. Actually, it is very clear city because every foreigner that comes to it says that it is really beautiful and our people do their best to keep it clean. Nice. Is the group, is the ensemble from Minsk? Yes, we are all from Minsk. Tell me a little bit about the songs that we heard. What are they about? Well, we are performing today two kinds of songs. First kind of songs, um, they are winter songs. Uh, we have two songs, uh, Maslinitsa. Uh, it is the song that is performing during the special national festival that was held, mm. um, that was held in early ages and um, it keeps held in now. During this festival, we make special pancakes. Uh, this is the symbol of sun because when winter ends and um, we have a long winter, you know, three months and uh, we are all happy when spring comes, yes. everything, everything alive. Yeah. So this is, this festival is connected with this um, part of, uh, of the year. Tell me what the word Zorachka means. Zorachka is a little star. In Belarusian, uh, it is translated like little star, yeah. Hmm. So the music that we hear, this traditional music, do young people grow up hearing that music today, or is it just a few people that know the music? Yes, actually our country have saved, has saved many traditions, and um, I'm happy to say that our country is is the one who had uh, who has saved the biggest number of traditions. So uh, we are growing up hearing and um, uh, hearing our traditional songs and uh, watching traditional dances and playing musical instruments. So this is radio, so we don't get to see any dancing. But tell me what kind of dancing that people see with these songs. Well, as I have said, that we have special festival after winter when spring comes. We have also um, we have songs 
connected with this festival. And we also have dances. When everything arrives, when everything becomes energetic, we call it in Belarusian mitusnya. And uh, this is how our um, folk dance is called mitus. So this is connected uh, with our rituals, with the coming of spring. Everyone is happy. We also make different toys with uh, from clay, uh, musical toys, I mean, and play on them and call spring with sounds, ooh, ooh, hey, 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 something like that. Yeah. How long have you been traveling with the group? Actually, our group is 55 years old and um, we have traveled a lot of, to a lot of different countries so i guess from the very beginning do you have a favorite place a favorite country you visited um you know each country is different and um, we can't uh, that's a very good yeah. answer <laughs> We would love to hear some more music. I see that we're going to hear from three young men. Mm -hmm. Tell me about the song they're going to sing. So the song is about children's playing. This is how children uh, used to have fun in the early ages. Good. We're going to hear more music from Ensemble Zorachka, representing the Republic of Belarus at the 31st Annual Folk Fest in Springville, Utah. Live from Highway 89, here is the young men's song. Трин, трин, тана, служили мы у пана. Трин, трин, тынку, вы служили свинку. Трин, трин, толе, погнали у поле. Трин, трин, тустом, сев я под кустом. Ensemble Zorochka, beautiful music, very fun. I can imagine, Olga, why people love to dance to this music. It makes me want to dance right now. Mm. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about the instruments that we're hearing in the ensemble. 
Um, so the instruments that we hear in is um, our national instrument cymbals. This is uh, the first one. The second one is um, uh, accordion. Uh, actually, it was originated from uh, Russia, so it's like a Russian Belarusian musical instrument, but still it's uh, our national. And uh, we also have uh, wedding drums. Uh, during uh, weddings uh, in early ages, these drums were especially um, popular and interesting. And the instrument you called cymbal? Yeah. Uh, here in the States, we would call it a dulcimer or a hammered dulcimer. And in a minute, we're going to be hearing a piece, two people playing the hammered yeah. dulcimer, one on each side. I'm excited uh, about that. I wonder, uh, a lot of people here in the U.S. don't know very much about Belarus. What do you like us to know about your culture? Well... Actually, I consider, as any Belarusian, I consider our country to be very beautiful because the uh, third part of our country covers forests. Mm. And we also are known as lake country. We have over 2,000 lakes and rivers and streams that uh, run across uh, our country. Does everybody know how to swim? Yeah. <laughs> It sounds beautiful. I wish I could go. Do you have a favorite song that the group performs? Yes, I have. This song is called Lavonicha. Uh, it is a wedding song. And it is about a boy and a girl uh, who fell in love with each other. And the boy present, uh, give the girl shoes, red shoes, as a present. Mm. And uh, she, was she was nice to wear them. That's your favorite. And what's the one we're going to hear now, this final one? The uh, last song we are going to perform is, last but not least, we are going to perform is um, the song of forests. You know, we have a lot of forests. And uh, this is our um, traditional folk song on symbols. Olga Apostol, a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you very much. Thank you. We're excited to hear one more number from the Ensemble Zarachka. They're in town for the 31st Annual World Folk Fest in Springville, Utah. Here they are, Zarachka.
the Ensemble Zorachka representing the Republic of Belarus. They're here for the 31st Annual World Folk Fest in Springville, right at the foot of the Rocky Mountains here in our backyard. Audiences at the festival enjoy performances from groups from all over the world, this year including performers from Austria, Indonesia, Ecuador, Chile, and more. And of course, they'll hear the singing and dancing from Belarus. Thanks to Timothy Lynn Elliott, director of the festival, to Olga Apostol for speaking with us, and all of our new friends in Zorachka. We're so grateful to have you come. Thank you very much. You can find out more about the FolkFest by visiting worldfolkfest.com. If you just caught part of the show and want to hear the whole thing, you'd like to listen again or share it with a friend, it's easy to do. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org slash highway89. And follow us on Twitter at byuh89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. The recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our student assistants are Abby Vance and Victoria Hardy, and the show's producer is Sam Payne. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening. Thank you.